0: Happy Friday, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Hunting Gear Podcast, and today I am joined by Alex Rich, and Alex is one of the lead designers over at Mystery Ranch. And so on this episode today, we're going to talk about some of the new things, new products, and how these new products uh, fared to the market uh, about Mystery Ranch and and some of their new packs. So it's a really interesting question or uh, a conversation. I'll tell you this, man, and I mentioned this in the podcast. I am a huge fan of, and this is this is in no way necessarily a plug, it's more of a review, and so I am a huge fan of products that you, like I'm really hard on my equipment. So when I can beat the shit out of some of my equipment and it still functions year after year and I don't need to buy a new pack or a new pair of boots or a new uh, spotting scope or, or whatever the, the product is. I love durability, I love when, I can, uh, when I'm hard on my equipment and it continues to uh, perform on a yearly basis. That's really what I'm looking for in any said product. And so, uh, I mentioned to Alex in this episode that the past two years, or you know, three years now, I have literally beat the shit out of my packs from Mystery Ranch and have had very, very minor issues with any of them. If it, well, to come to think of it, probably no issues at all, to be honest with you. Uh, outside of that, it's a really good episode. Uh, before we do get into today's episode, though, we're going to do some, what are we going to do? We're going to talk about Tethered. And so uh, this new, actually, this new lineup of Mystery Ranch packs that we talk about today may be perfect for a saddle hunter and carrying your equipment back and forth. Uh, So if you're looking for a company that makes a really good saddle, saddle hunting accessories, saddle hunting platforms, and climbing sticks, go check out Tethered's Tethered's lineup. A really, really good lineup of products for saddle hunting. And at the same time, there's a huge education uh, platform that they have created on their website and on their YouTube channels that helps you uh, flatten the learning curve on how to become a, a better saddle hunter. Uh, next we have tacticam now tacticam is one of those uh, companies that really has filled a hole in in the hunting lifestyle and what I mean by that is people love to share uh, stories you know like storytelling is one of the it's It's a huge buzzword in the hunting space, and so when you can go out and record your hunt and record your what you see, the deer that walk by your your blind or your tree stand, and and you can get the shot on on tape, man, that's really that's a really awesome part of this storytelling that tacticam is able to kind of capture so uh recently tacticam has introduced their new 6.0 version has the lcd screen has image stabilization 4k recording and uh, it can go on a bow or a gun so go check that out at uh, huntstand.com next or excuse me at tacticam.com uh Next is Hunt Stand, and uh, Hunt Stand is one of the, these hunting apps that just allows you to journal and document everything that you see uh, out in the woods while you're out shed hunting, or, or you're looking for beds, or you're scouting. Like this time of year, it's shed hunting season, and while you're out there, you might as well be doing some scouting. So when you're out there, you need to be journaling and documenting what you see, you know, pinch points, crit crossings, beds, old sign, that kind of stuff. And it also helps you for your like your out-of-state hunts. You can find out where the public land is. You can find access. You can uh, like you can go through all these hypothetical situations like wind direction and so on. Uh, so go to huntstand.com. Read up on all the functionality, and while you're there, check out the new Pro Whitetail platform upgrade that they have available. And uh, just continue learning about the land that you hunt, and it's just going to make you a better uh, a better hunter. So there's that if uh you guys are so inclined please go to itunes and leave a five-star review about the hunting gear podcast man that would be greatly appreciated other than that let's get into today's episode with alex rich of mystery ranch two one all right on the hunting gear podcast today mr alex rich alex what's up man hey dan how's it going It's been a while, man. I'm trying to think of the last time you were on the podcast. I feel like it was maybe like three ATA shows ago. We sat down with you. Yeah, it must have been just right
1: pre-pandemic. Yeah, you know, maybe January 20.
0: Yeah, something like that. Yeah, something like that. And it it sounds like a lot has kind of a lot of things have changed at Mystery Ranch.
1: You know, a lot has, a lot hasn't. Uh, yeah, I feel like we just have that kind of big skip in the timeline um, that pandemic was. But, yeah. like, you know, we've been cranking. We've been, you know, working our tails off over here throughout that whole period. Yeah. Um, been growing like crazy in just about every market. And, I mean, hunting's just really taken off for us over the last few years.
0: Yeah. And so uh, just a friendly reminder here, why don't you tell everybody what your role at Mystery Ranch is?
1: Oh, yeah. Um, so I do product design for Mystery Ranch, um, primarily hunting and outdoor. Um, but everybody kind of dabbles in all the markets a little bit here and there. Um, so, you know, I've worked on projects from military to well, like firefighting, um, as well as, you know, everyday carry products, travel stuff. Um, but then, yeah, my emphasis is kind of on hunting now.
0: Gotcha. Okay. So when you guys sit down at mystery ranch and you, you either try to break into a new market, um, because you guys have for the longest time, were always known as a Western hunting pack. And then you kind of broke in a little bit into the, the whitetail market. How do you guys make a decision onto what niche or what market to create a pack for next?
1: Yeah, that's a great question. Um, I mean, the, the Western hunting space is like, it makes sense for us, especially being based in Bozeman where, you know, a lot of us here at the office are active hunters. So those, that product development just makes a lot of sense. And it's really, you know, kind of, we are so product driven that we need products that perform in the field. So we have that ability to, you know, go out in the woods here in Montana and use those products. Yeah. Um, but like I've said, we've been growing so fast in the hunting market. We're, we're looking for other spaces to expand and other, you know, other areas that could use, you know, really well-designed, um, comfortable products. And Whitetail space is kind of one that we identified as not having a ton of, there are really good products in the Whitetail space, but nothing that carries like a Mr. range pack. Yeah. Um, so we definitely saw that that was an opportunity, um, you know, to kind of enter in the market. And then on the product side, you know, we have to kind of go through the process of figuring out exactly, you know, what we think we can offer the market, what the market might be missing, um, what the right product offering is to you know deliver to the customer, you know, as well as like you know, kind of just defining why. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, you know, the process, you know, again, is a little bit more difficult than you know the kind of natural state that getting the Western hunting is. Yeah. Um, but you know, and we're pretty well connected throughout the industry, so you know, we make phone calls, we talk to people. Uh, we've got a few guys that, you know, lived out in Michigan. Um, I think Chris Nolan might've been on the podcast with us last time. Yep. Um, he's from Michigan. So a ton of experience in the whitetail woods. Um, so, you know, I'm able to ping off him like different thoughts and ideas on you know, yep. how to improve on products in the space.
0: Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. And, and so you guys kind of identified that you wanted to jump into the whitetail space and you did. What did that, that initial offering look like as far as the the reaction from the public so we had
1: the space with just one pack um the, you know the feature set was kind of there the textiles were we're developing at the time um, so like the customers that were using the pack really liked it but there's obviously some feedback that we got from that um then the other challenge that we were having kind of getting into the cell market is you know, we have a ton of brand recognition in the West, but when you go, you know, into the whitetail woods, you know, not very many people know who Mystery ant is. That's another hurdle that we've been trying to, trying to tackle over the last few years. like, you know, how do we, how do we drive, um, kind of that brand penetration so that people get to know who we are and get comfortable with, you know, seeing our products around and,
0: um, kind of familiarizing themselves with, you know, what we have to offer. Do you guys feel like you've got a foothold? in that space now for sure um you know i think what that first generation of packs really did was help us uh,
1: to capitalize on those early adopters the guys that are on the cutting edge looking for like the latest newest coolest stuff out there um and i think since then you know especially this newest our newest release for like um starting to address the majority of guys um transitioning from the those like tip of the spear really gear hungry fellows out there and starting to transition to, you know, the more general population of whitetail
0: hunting. Gotcha. Okay. All right. And so, you know, I know you guys had some, some new technology. And before we continue on into the, the whitetail, um, the second gen whitetail stuff uh, I found when I was at the ATA show this year and looked at a couple of your packs, you had this pop-up frame. So what I want you to do is describe what this, pro, this pop-up frame is and the functionality behind it. Totally. Um,
1: so it was actually kind of developed um, a few years back. I was doing a little bit of antelope hunting um, you know, out in the plains of Montana.
2: Mm-hmm. Not
1: a ton of cover. You know, I was wearing one of our bigger pack frames um, you know, that I would use elk hunting or deer hunting, that sort of thing and found myself like in a prone position or like kneeling quite a bit. Um, And I needed the opportunity to be able to lift my head without being, you know, coming in contact with the frame um, in the back. Yeah. So I thought, well, why don't we, you know, work on developing a collapsible frame system? Um, So that kind of spurred the idea of like developing a frame system, Um, initially it kind of folded like a set of tent poles, um, but we've moved into a frame system that collapses and extends um, much like a trekking pole would. Um, so it's a more of a telescoping system. Right. Um, and again, that kind of initial design philosophy is like, how do we get into a prone position without the frame inter- impeding with our head, um, yeah. but still have that full height of the frame, You know, that gives us the ability to pack out a full animal if we're successful. Gotcha. Um, one of the things that's been really cool about that system though, is because it is kind of quirky and it's new, not a lot of people have like really looked at it. Um, there's been a lot of whitetail hunters that have been checking that system out. Um, you know, a lot of saddle hunters or guys that are doing you know, public land hunts where they're carrying their stand. Um, they're using the the overload system to carry their you know their tree stand or their platform. Um, you know, over several miles. You know, in some circumstances on a public land to be able to hang their stand. Yeah. Um, and then that that adjustable, the adjustable frame system kind of allows for you know guys to really customize the height of that frame you know if they're going through thick brush they can have it a little bit shorter um or if they've got you know a pretty bulky stand they can use the entire height of the frame to kind of support that system
0: yeah and so is this pop-up system in all of your packs now or or uh, all of your western packs or just a select few just a select few okay. um it's a it's kind of more day pack oriented um, we haven't put any of our
1: like big expedition packs onto that frame system yeah um so for this year we came out with two new packs on that system um being 30 and 40 liters so kind of like that mid-range of day hunting all the way up to um kind of what we think of as late season hunting but you know that 40 liter size is good for a lot of bulky layers you know
0: some extra food and whatnot
1: um, for those late season hunts
0: okay and so does this pop-up frame then allow for additional load carrying opportunities as well like ri- like yep. rigid rigidness and things like that
1: yeah for sure um so the pop-up system kind of utilizes the same um, overload technology that we use in our bigger packs um it's the same deal you could put you know elk quarters or in some cases entire animals um in between the pack and the frame um and then you know weight wise there's not really a good system for like talking about um what some people would call load rating Mm -hmm. um there's just not really a good way to quantify that um you know from pack to pack uh but i've you know thrown an entire antelope in the the overload system and carried that you know a couple miles back to the truck so uh,
0: yeah definitely able to carry you know north of 100 pounds if you needed to okay and is there any additional functionality with that system yeah um
1: so We've been refining the process of, or excuse me, refining the system over the past couple of years, and I uh, brought a sample here so I could show you one of the the latest innovations that we've had. Um, so, if you can see on the side here, this is just a little orange tab to help you um, open up that trekking pole kind of telescoping technology, so you can kind of see that frame can oh, extend yeah. and whatnot. Yep. Um, but one of the cool things that we incorporated for this. Um, iteration is. I'm gonna to try to get it on the camera. There, you can see this screw, right here on the top. Yep. On the
0: top, that's a Core Twenty optics screw. Ah, yes, yes. I re- now I remember you talking about this, man. That that's badass. Just that very simple little thing, man. I, like now it it's almost like. And, and correct me if I'm wrong. Like I still see, I still see a good tripod. It, it could be necessary, but. On like a quick run and gun type hunt that is badass
1: oh for sure yeah and it was kind of a funny funny deal because like once i thought about putting that on the top of the frame i was like how the heck have i not thought of doing this early yeah because um, it you know it makes so much sense and you're you're totally right like you can't put a big you know 85 millimeter um, spotting scope on top of that thing and expect it to be stable enough to see for, you know, long distance. Right. So the tripod's kind of indispensable, especially in some of those like longer range Western style hunts. Right. Um, but when it comes to like, you know, the running gun, you need to throw your binoculars up on top of there real quick. Um, you know, I've experimented with putting like a, sh- just a V shaped shooting yoke on the top. Um, so for like Turkey hunting or rifle hunting, yes. um, you can throw your gun right there on the rest. Um, and then we've even had some, some of our early testers experiment with um, self-filming. So you can screw a GoPro right to the top. You can put a camera arm on there um, because it's anything that adapts
0: to that quarter 20 screw, you can put it right on top of it. Uh, and and that's standard in a lot of optics and video camera equipment, if I'm not mistaken. That's correct. Yeah. Um,
1: and if, if it doesn't have a quarter 20 screw, there's a ton of uh, like photo companies that make an adapter screw. Right. Um, right. so, you know, I've, even, I've started putting like a tripod head on top of there. Mm-hmm. Um, so you can run it just like you would a tripod, um, you know, with quick release plates, um, and sometimes you need that adapter
0: screw to make it work. Um, but the system sits, you know, it comes equipped with that. Right. A lot of, a lot of opportunity or a lot of possibilities with just a little screw, man. That's pretty sweet, man. Yeah, that's pretty cool. And, you know, I think that kind of speaks to how we approach problems as Mystery Ranch, yeah. you know, as a brand
1: is, you know, we try to incorporate like these little features that, you know, are innovative that nobody else is doing. Um, you know, we kind of let the customer like use it for whatever purpose that, you know, they can dream up. Yeah. You know, yeah. overload systems that way we've, you know, designed it, we originally designed that overload system for, you know, military applications carrying drones or ammo cases, that sort of thing then that morphed into you know carrying elk quarters and deer out you know but we've seen people carry flats of beer or you know <laughs> paddleboard or all sorts of right. random stuff that, you know bulky items that wouldn't fit your pack um, right you know so kind of same philosophy with this quarter 20 screw on the top there
0: is like let's put it on and like let's just see what people throw on there yeah for sure so that's cool anything else uh before we step away from Western packs, anything any new technology or, or new packs on the on the Western side of things?
1: Um, nothing other than the pop up system.
0: Yeah. Um that was kind of our
1: focus um, for twenty three. Was getting that pop up system really refined. There's a few things you know outside of kind of that new um, frame system in the quarter twenty screw that we wanted to work on. Yeah. Um, one of which was like there were some issues with the bag integrating with to the frame on our. Past series or past systems of bags, there. Um, so we've made the frame a little bit taller, so those bags really sit nice and tight to the frame um, to get rid of a little bit of slop. Um, okay. But you know, that's just kind of some of the fine-tuning adjustments that we've gotten some customer feedback and you know, we're able to improve upon.
0: Perfect, perfect. Uh, let's see here. I want to I want to move to the Whitetail space now and the second generation of what's the name of the pack? The, oh, we call it the treehouse. The treehouse, yeah, yeah. Yep. So, talk to us a little bit about the customer feedback from the treehouse that led you or the redesigns that led you to the second generation.
1: Sure. Um, well, a number one glaring obvious was the noise factor. Um, you know, we are we were using a lot of our western-based textiles which mm-hmm. you can get away with being a little noisy, but you know, in a tree stand you know, noise is kind of one of the biggest things that'll betray you up there. Um, so, we worked really hard on developing a new textile that really, you know, kind of tamped down a ton of the noise. Um, so, the other, you know, kind of features that we planned in there were, you know, again, just like direct feedback. We put mollies, um, like a molly system that you'll see on like military gear where you can arrange different pockets and stuff on the top of the pack. Mm-hmm. Um, and what we found was most people wouldn't use that. They'd be like, man, it'd be cool if there was a pocket here instead of these pieces of webbing. Yeah. Um, so we went ahead and replaced that with, you know, another layer of stretch woven pocketry. Um all those are long too, so Perfect. um yeah, so there used to be a, a two layers of Molly up on top here, mm-hmm. but now we went to stack stretch woven pockets. So here's a nice big lower one and then a smaller one up top.
2: Gotcha. Um
1: Simple refinement, but you know, again, it's just customer feedback. It's like, hey, you know, you guys got pretty close, but if you included a couple of these little features, yeah, um, that'd be super helpful. Okay. Uh, we also included some bungee and some hooks here at the top on both sides, um, that enable you to strap, you know, rattling antlers or you know, some other like small items on top there. Yeah. Um, still nice long compression straps, so if you were to strap a stand to the outside or climbing sticks or camera arms, you have a ton of room to do that with. Um, but we made those straps even a little bit longer than on the previous version, um, just to accommodate for some of those bulkier items. Gotcha, gotcha. Um, and then try to get again get this close up for you. I don't know if you can see kind of the fibers on this textile.
0: Not uh, not very good, but uh, it's like it's almost like a fleece, right? Or like uh, uh what, is, what do they call that? A, a crush something.
1: Yeah, um, so it's similar to a fleece. One of the main difference um, differences that it has to a fleece is all the fibers on this material is straight instead of being napped. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you did go through a patch of burrs or stickers or something, um, this fabric it may pick some up, but it's very easily brushed off because those fibers are straight. Right. Whereas on a fleece, because the fibers napped, um, those burrs will want to hook in.
0: Um, and then it's just a pain to pull that stuff out, right. right. And that um, was so going, yeah, that was gonna be my very first question because on on the Gen one, which I have, and I uh, used for the since I got it like three years now, uh, it is a badass pack. I, I love it. And so when first off, when I heard people say it's too loud, I was like, first off, I said, you're ridiculous. It's not too loud. And I actually liked the material that's on it because it didn't pick up that many burrs because that's where I hunt, man, in that thick, nasty stuff. And so when, when I saw it at the ATA show this year with all that, all that fleece on it, my mind instantly went to, yeah, it's great. It's going to be quiet, but now it's going to pick up a whole bunch of junk. So it's reassuring to hear you say that it's, it won't pick up as much as you think and if it does it can be basically combed right off yeah yeah, yeah it's uh,
1: was a huge consideration on us developing this textile too mm-hmm. um yeah i've got a couple gold retrievers and picking birds on those things is the day of my existence so, <laughs> right right um making sure we had a textile that you know burr could e- easily be removed was really important mm-hmm. um the material is also a laminate so there's a, a backer material behind it so it's totally waterproof um probably even more waterproof than some of the other um, textiles that you've seen our bags in previously yeah um so because that was one of the other concerns that some guys had when they saw this material is like man that looks like it'll just get super heavy you know in the rain or if it gets wet mm. um and the fact of the matter is, is since it's lined um in, in that laminate form it doesn't really absorb a ton of water Uh, yeah you know beat up on the surface you will get a little bit of water that kind of collects inside of those
0: fibers but it won't it won't penetrate the fabric right so on the on the g on the first gen the one that i have there's i don't know if it's uh a frame system in there that keeps the pack open uh and, and mm-hmm. wide is that same technology and the ability to z- unzip it and fold it all the way out in this second gen uh model as well um so for this season we've done two
1: new um sorry two sizes okay um so in the larger size you still have the ability to unzip yep. um, and it has those stays in it that prevents the bag from flopping all the way open and it stays at a nice nice open angle for you yep um without yard sailing all your stuff on the ground yep um uh, but the smaller version we we got rid of the zippers um to, and you know and this is the smaller version that i have here um and it's it's a pretty small package yeah so we we felt like the need to have those zippers was a little bit um it was a little bit too much going on with that small system okay um uh, so we got rid of those zippers. And then the other primary difference between the larger size and the smaller size is the larger has, um, the adjustable yoke system in there. Um, whereas on the smaller size, we got rid of that to save a little bit of weight, gotcha. um, you know, cause with the smaller size pack, you have a tendency to carry a little bit less weight. Mm-hmm. So the comfort, you know, that's built into that adjustable yoke system isn't as necessary. Gotcha. Um, still a very comfortable pack to carry. Um, you know, and again, on that larger system, you still get that adjustable.
0: Gotcha. Okay. Uh, and so what are the sizes of these two packs? Uh, the larger is 38 liters and the smaller is 20. Gotcha. All right. And so, uh, so far have, have these already been in introduced to the public or is that something that's coming this summer?
1: Yeah, they came out, um, fall 22, fall 22. Um, Okay. All right. Yeah. So some dudes already picked them up, um, and ran them all season, um, Gotcha. And then, little teaser, and um, for fall twenty three, we've got a couple new packs coming out too.
0: On the Whitetail line. On the Whitetail line. Gotcha. Yeah. So, what was what was the customer reaction uh, for the the fall twenty two release? Um, I mean, from what I've been hearing from a lot
1: of guys, is they were really excited that we addressed some of the shortcomings of the previous version. Gotcha. Um. You know, a lot of the things that we got right, we maintained, tweaked a little bit of the feature set um, to make sure that we were kind of hitting the mark um, from some of the feedback that we've been getting. Um, So I think product-wise, you know, these packs are pretty darn close to, I wouldn't say perfect, but like really functional, really dialed in for the user. Um, You know, and like I was speaking to before, you know, now it's just getting our brand name out there and getting...
0: Getting yeah. packs on people and, um, you know, seeing where we can go with it. Yeah, absolutely. And so I'm going to throw a compliment your way. This really isn't a question. But one thing I really respect from any company uh, and any product is the style of hunting that I do. And I, I beat the shit out of my equipment. And whether it's a, a binocular or it's a pack or it's boots or it's my bow, I, I really am hard on my gear in all the different terrains that I hunt. And so when I can say I have like a pair of boots that's lasted me four or five years or a pack that's lasted me three years or, you know, a trail camera or something, whatever whatever the product may be, uh, I, I, that makes me very happy. And it, it's hard for me to step away f- from that product to go t- uh, test out another product when in fact, uh, I'm so I'm happy with the performance and the functionality of said product. So I will say this, the two packs that I've ran, uh, for the last handful of years have been the Metcalf and the, the Treehouse, uh, right. The Treehouse, right. Correct. Right. Yeah. And, and I have beat the shit out of those two packs and there's, there's really nothing wrong with them. And so I, I will say just kudos to you guys like that, that makes me personally very happy.
1: Well, thanks man yeah we definitely take pride in like the, the quality of acts that we build um yeah. you know i mean we d- we have like a pretty comprehensive you know material testing situation here um we have one guy that works for us that's a mad scientist and loves to rip things apart so yeah. um he you know he kind of holds the feet to the fire when it comes to the durability of new products um so whenever we're rolling out something new he tries to tear it apart um, just to make sure that we're holding that
0: standard yeah uh you know super durable and quality kids yeah and so you mentioned there's some more packs coming out this fall uh any teasers that you can share with us of of what kind of demographic or what kind of hole they're going to fill
1: um yeah they're going to be uh even a little bit smaller than the current um than the 20 that i just showed you yep um you know without sharing a sharing too much uh, they're going to be a little bit more versatile and maybe addressing different species um other than just whitetail gotcha um so
0: yeah some kind of cool innovative stuff um definitely keeping the air to the ground so that out. so i'm gonna just i'm gonna i'm gonna judge this next you don't have to answer but i'm gonna judge it off your reaction so it might be worth you being straight faced and not like and, and using your poker face here but You mentioned other species in this white, you know, you you talked about whitetails. Then you said other species. Are are we going to see a turkey hunting bag from Mystery Ranch?
1: I, I don't remember saying turkeys.
0: Okay. You don't remember seeing turkeys? Saying turkeys. Oh, saying. No, no. You didn't say turkeys. I'm guessing that there's potentially a pack from Mystery Ranch that's going to be a turkey bag.
1: I'll, I'll just say not specifically.
0: Okay. It's for the it's for the whitetail hunt. I got you. Okay. All right. So okay. fair enough. Fair enough. Well, I tell you what. Any anything else exciting, new uh, that you'd like to share with us, or any uh, uh, any direction on where the next uh, line of packs is going to go for Mystery Ranch? I mean, other
1: than the little teaser that I already gave you, I mean, uh, what we're really doing here. You know mr range we've been doing for the last 20 years right? yeah um we try to come up with cool stuff every season um you know unfortunately it's not like brand new suite of packs every year for hunting specifically but like you know we're coming out with some really cool stuff in our outdoor lines we're coming out with new stuff for you know military and fire um so we're, we're always just trying to push the envelope on you know innovation um, when it comes to packs and gear um yeah and there's you know there's stuff in the hopper for you know western hunting for whitetail hunting you know there's there's some cool stuff coming down the line
0: perfect well alex man i really appreciate you taking time out of your day to hop on and, and share this information with us if people want to find out more about mystery ranch where do we send them MysteryRanch.com. perfect